Welcome to the Make Me a Marketer show with your host, Landon Hobrin. Welcome back to the show. Super excited to have you here today. This is the second episode I'm recording today. Feeling good, feeling inspired, and I cannot wait to dig in and share with you today. We're going to talk about the importance of not driving traffic to a broken customer journey. Now, what I mean is we want to make sure that our customer journey, the customer experience, what happens when someone comes into our world is effective before we start bringing more people in. Because what that happens is that simply leads to a poor customer experience, it leads to lost revenue, and it could potentially actually hurt your business in the long run if you're not careful. So I'm going to give you a very, a very recent experience of a client that I'm working with who came to me and they came to me for traffic. Now, this is through one of the agencies I do some contract work with. We were working with this customer coming to run some Facebook and Google ads for them. And what we really started to identify through working with them is starting with paid traffic is not actually the the most important thing to start with. What we want to do first is actually come at this solution from optimizing the back end of their business. Now, I like to kind of split things up into kind of containers and buckets to make it nice and easy to understand. And there's kind of the the pre-click and post-click or the traffic side, the attention side, and then there is the back-end conversion side of the business or the customer journey and the customer experience. On one hand, it's all about pulling people in, getting people, getting our business in front of people, getting people to come to our products, come to our webinar, come to our Facebook page, come to our website. And on the other hand, it is what happens once they take that action. What do they see? What happens after they opt in? And so on and so forth from the the point of them being a prospect to then becoming a customer. What does that journey look like? And Truth be told, if you already have attention and you already have all of these things in place, but that customer journey is broken or there's holes or gaps inside of it, the most profitable thing you can do is first fix all of that and then start to look at driving more traffic in. Because if there is nowhere for a lead to go, there isn't a logical way for them to become a customer. If you're not nurturing them properly to carry them through that process, then when you're just you just start to fill more people into this funnel, you're just going to have more leads that don't convert. You're going to have people with a poor customer experience that aren't getting what they're looking for. They don't see the value that you're providing and they're not going to to buy. Or if they do, they're not going to buy as much as they would have or potentially ascend as much or as quickly inside of your business. So these are two vital important, important parts to scaling a business. However, if we're looking at which one is more important, we definitely want to make sure everything is buttoned up nice on the back end before we start to drive more traffic and attention on the front end. So with this specific client, our goals were starting to come in terms of increasing the speed at which somebody comes from uh, being a prospect into being a customer. We wanted to, to decrease that time. So let's say for your business, the time it takes from when somebody hears about you or opts in towards signing up for your product, let's say it's six months. 
can you increase that, or sorry, decrease rather, that to four months by improving your customer journey? Could you decrease it to three months, two months? That can really, really improve the profitability of your business. Also, are how can we, one of the goals was how can we start to identify and segment the highest value prospects? They had multiple products that they sell, some for entrepreneurs that are new, some for entrepreneurs that are experienced, and price points from under $10 up to tens of thousands of dollars. Is there a way for us to identify those people who are more advanced initially and then start to customize their customer journey based on where they're at inside of their own life and business? And then also, how can we improve and nurture those prospects to bring them to a point of being one of those more advanced entrepreneurs or potentially increase their lifetime value of, as a customer and as a lead? And then overall, just improving their MER, their marketing efficiency ratio, improving the amount that they can make from the amount of money that they put into advertising. So as we start to shift away from just simply talking about driving more traffic, this is a little bit more advanced than just building a funnel or you know, optimizing the conversion rate of your landing page. We start to dissect this, and I with, was working through this process and working with some other people on my team and starting to identify, okay, we need to categorize this into a few different buckets and containers so people can understand exactly what we're doing. Now, we want to optimize the customer journey as a whole. So from a 30,000-foot view, what is the process from somebody coming into your world to becoming a customer? You might have, you know, three lead magnets, a YouTube channel, a podcast, and then you have a free workshop. Maybe you have a paid workshop, and then you have a membership, and maybe you have a $5,000 program. What is the process in an ideal fashion for somebody to ascend? How many touch points do they need? What should they consume in what order based on where they're at in their business? And what is the next logical step for each of these people? Now, if we look at this from a holistic business standpoint, we're identifying the different products and the different types of content inside of the business. But then from there, we need to drill down one step further. We can then drill down into each individual product. And when I say product, it might be free, it might be paid. I'm just using that as a general terminology. But if we have, let's say, you know, three lead magnets, we've got a free workshop, and then we've got a paid workshop, a membership, and a $5,000 program, what does the journey look like for each of those individual things? If I know that the ideal situation is somebody goes from, they opt in, from they see an ad, they opt in for a free workshop, they purchase my paid workshop, and then they make a decision, they either go into my membership or they go into my $5,000 coaching program. Well, what happens when they opt in for that, you know, that free lead magnet or free workshop? What is there? Is there an email sequence in place? Does that email sequence segment them properly based on where they're at? So I can tailor if they're going to be presented with something to go into the membership or into the high ticket coaching program. Is there a logical next step to then pull that person into that next free workshop or into a paid workshop? If they don't take that action, what happens? Are we following up with them? Are we nurturing them? Or are they kind of left to fend for themselves? 
If they do take that next logical action and buy that paid workshop, how am I then carrying them into the next step? Do I have an automation that then triggers them to be notified about the free membership? Am I able to segment them to know, hey, actually they're a better fit for the $5,000 workshop? My salesperson or myself gets an email saying, hey, call this person because they meet this criteria. We need to go down into the business and then we drill down into each individual product, identifying the customer journey in its ideal fashion. And then from there, we're auditing what is, how does it look now and how should it look? So where are the holes? Where are the roadblocks? Where are the inefficiencies? How should it look? What needs to get remedied? What needs to get fixed? Inside of this, there is a massive audit that occurs from reviewing a multitude of things. So in essence, we're just kind of auditing the customer journey, but in in action, this process and analysis consists of logging into their CRM or their email marketing system and, and going through all of their automations, all of those email sequences, all of those emails, all of those SMS messages, and seeing what gets triggered when this action is taken. When someone opts in, what happens? When somebody then purchases, what happens? Is there something connecting all of these steps within this business? Are people being segmented properly? So if the flow then is improved and there is a next logical step, we also need to audit each one of those emails. Are the emails optimized? Are they speaking the way that they should? Is the messaging and positioning correct? Is there a call to action? Is there that building of that no like, and trust factor as well? Or are we just selling all the time? So there's a very high level degree of this audit that goes on from that aspect. But then once the back end there, then we can kind of go into each individual funnel, if you will. So when somebody, if we're talking about the lead magnet, is that funnel optimized? And by funnel, I mean the physical, well, not physical, the digital place that they land to actually opt in and consume that content. So if they opt in, we're going to trigger this email sequence and nurture sequence and things on the back end. But is the landing page optimized? Is the landing page messaging and positioning correct? Can we improve upon the rate of how many people take action there? When they finish that and opt in, what page do they get presented with next? What page do they get presented with after that? Is all of that logical? Is all of that optimized? And then doing that for each individual product as well. Not just the, you know, the opt-in or the multiple opt-ins or the free workshops or the webinars, but also the paid products, the paid workshops and the high ticket programs. What do those pages look like? Can they be optimized? So there's that degree as well. So we have the actual funnel, the conversion rates, the opt-in rates, that sequence. And then we also have the, the sequence of the back end, the automations, the segmentation, the email marketing that goes into it as well. Now, there's a lot of things that go into this. It's from a very high level view. It seems, seems simple. We're auditing a customer journey, but it's actually going in through and seeing every single page, going through that process, auditing that process, auditing that business, reviewing every single email, text message to see if I need to identify a hole inside of a business, I need to fully immerse myself into each aspect of that business so I can see where holes exist. And that's really, really difficult to do 
if I don't go through that funnel, if I don't actually log in and see that this email is missing a call to action where it should have one, or it's trying to sell something as soon as this person comes into our world, but we know that they haven't hit that no like, and trust factor yet, so the op- odds of them purchasing are very low. So this is something that I see a lot of businesses struggle with. A lot of businesses are very focused on driving traffic because if I think of this from a sales standpoint and a and a and a point of tracking and monitoring things, you don't see a lot of this analysis. There's no metrics and KPIs that come from analysis and re- and reporting and trying to determine where these holes are. We're not necessarily seeing, hey, did we hit our weekly numbers this week? A lot of this goes unnoticed. But with paid traffic, I can see I put in $5,000 into marketing. I made X. I got this many leads, this many sales. This is good. This is bad. But there is no quantitative data when we're going in through just kind of assessing the back end of a business. We can set data benchmarks. But a lot of this needs to get fixed so that then we can go into the traffic side. The traffic side is way sexier, but the traffic side is completely fucking useless if once they come in through that avenue, the experience is bad, the experience is broken, then that is a big, big issue. So these are things that we need to be aware of. There are things that come in the form of conversion rate optimization, copywriting of ads, emails, landing pages, messaging, positioning, and deep research on your customer and your avatar, you know, things like email sequences and things like the actual journey of this process. And if you're just getting into it, it can be very confusing and you don't need to make it difficult. If you're just new, just getting started as a coach or a course creator, this could be as simple as, you know, you have a lead magnet, they download it, you put them through a little bit of a welcome sequence to introduce them to you, help them towards their goals, sprinkle them throughout your social media networks, and that's good. But as your business starts to grow and you have multiple products, this company specifically, inside of just this one part of their business, there's 10 different products. We need to know Are these speaking and sequenced, speaking to each other properly? Are they sequenced properly? Where can the improvements be made? So when we start to diagnose this, as the bigger the company gets, the more complex the company gets, the more important all of this is. And if you're just getting started, just understand the importance of the customer journey and the customer experience. It's not just a matter of trying to get leads and trying to get customers. It's about trying to get leads that are going to be profitable. It's about trying to get customers that are going to have a high lifetime value. And these things come from having a very good customer experience, having a very good process, nurturing, building great relationships with people. It's not just about these vanity metrics. It's not just about trying to make money. There's so much more that goes into this. So as you are building your business, please take these things into consideration If you have any questions, I love, love, love talking about this stuff. Shoot me a message on Instagram. I would be happy to provide my insights for you. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.